Well, I'm here today with Chris Kipp, and he is the pastor at Renaissance Church, and we're so excited to be here with you today. And Chris and I have known each other for a couple years now, and Chris was a worship pastor and just carried this burden to start a church. And uh, his heart in this day and this generation, the way he loves, he loves well, and he loves hard, and he loves the Lord and the people that are in his church and in the community around him. And Chris, thank you for being here with me today. I really appreciate it, man. Yeah, man. Thanks for having me. I'm honored to join you. Uh, man, this is, I just love seeing your face and, and getting to share with you today, man. It's great. Yeah, well, let's start off, you know, how are you doing during all this as a pastor, as a father, as a husband? <laughs> man, uh, gosh, I, I feel all the challenges that probably everyone else is feeling right now in the midst of having uh, our kids at home. Of course, Casey and I are both officing from home, working from home. Uh, we're learning how to uh, teach kids. We've never homeschooled before, so we're uh, we're learning all of that stuff right now and and all the challenges. And we have uh, friends who told us the first year was the worst year. So <laughs> I feel like we're we're in that first year of like, oh, this is so hard. Uh, but you know, in in the midst of all of that, we are doing really well. Like I feel like God's just been so gracious to us, so faithful to us, and um, yeah, as a pastor. I think I, you know, this is my first time to be a lead pastor, and this is my first time to be a lead pastor in the middle of a pandemic. So, you know, <laughs> I feel like I am totally out of my depth uh, in learning as I go. Like I think all the folks out there right now, but at the same time, uh, with my with my family, like just more time together. Uh, we've been going on bike rides in the evening together. We're we're watching family movies together i mean we're mm. just kind of cherishing the stillness of the moment mm. and that's been really really good for our souls mm. so it's you know it's it's both it's challenge and 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 also like really really refreshing for us right now mm. yeah that's so good so tell me uh you know at the beginning of all this happening uh what was it like for you what were you feeling as you begin to hear the stay-at-home orders you begin to hear this virus uh, you begin to hear you know church is not going to be the same our families are not going to be the same as you said school is not going to be the same and you know there was this big swirl of fear that was just consuming our airwaves and many uh, people's hearts as well so what were you experiencing during that time Chris well, you know, I, I liken it back to when I was a kid and all the power would go out in the middle of like a thunderstorm and all your, your parents, they get, they, they trying to find the candles and the matches. And there was something kind of strangely exciting about those moments of like, oh, this is, this is so unique and different. And like, it was just, it was just a totally different experience. And so I kind of felt a little bit of that strange, like excitement of like, oh, wow, this is, this is, you know, an adventure. Like we're on an adventure right now, uh, <laughs> just as a nation, like this is, it's kind of exciting for me. I guess that's my, my, my weirdness, my wiring, probably the, the reason why I would plant a church or something like that is because it's just, <laughs> it's exciting. It's different. 
Um, you know, I we haven't really worried so much about catching the coronavirus. Um, so we, we haven't felt, I haven't felt a fear. Um, we, we did have a moment where my dad, you know, they were trying to figure out how to transition their office. He's has a company with 35 employees. And so he's trying to figure out how to transition that to working at home. In the midst, he spiked a fever one evening, didn't feel well. And we're thinking, yeah, oh my gosh, he's got coronavirus, thankfully. And we prayed and he woke up the next day and was good as new, had no more symptoms. So we're praising God for that. I mean, that was wow. the, the only real scare for us as a family. But I mean, overall, we've been really at peace in the midst of, of the coronavirus. I don't feel like we've, uh, our heart, our hearts haven't been filled with fear. Hmm. And, um, you know, I, I feel like in the church right now, I, I just felt overall, by and large, all the people that I'm talking to, they're okay. So praise God uh, for the, in our, in our small one-year-old church that uh, God's been so, so gracious to us in that way. You know, I think um, that we can talk more about this as we go, but the, you know, I think Sabbath rest, like I really felt like this was an invitation and a Sabbath rest for us. Um, you know, we moved from a new part of town into this part of town to plant a church. And in that process, we found a home that was older and affordable, but it needed lots of work. So we started ripping that apart. I was doing two residencies for church planting while being on staff at a church in Katy. Uh, and then we were gearing up to gather a core team and to do preview services. And that's where you and I started to really work together as you helped us with all that stuff. And I'll be honest, man, we've been running hard for like three and a half years, just gearing up the planet church, planting a church, uh, and just running on pure adrenaline. And so, man, for us, it just felt like God was inviting us into a moment of rest, just Sabbath rest of saying, Hey, you guys have been running really, really hard. And, and so for us, it, it wasn't fear. It was more of a, a, a sense of thank you, God. Like, thank you for stopping everything for a moment. Hmm. So, yeah, it's, it's good. So, Hey man, uh, how would you say, you know, in the community and, you know, with the, your friends that you walk with as other pastors, how how do you see the church responding right now? Yeah, man, I'm seeing a lot of a lot of great things, and honestly, I, I get to see behind the scenes of people in our church, and also people like you mentioned, like in our community, other pastors that are leading. And man, I'm seeing so much good come out of this right now. Like uh, just the way that people have rallied around others in the church that have lost jobs or maybe lost a job right at the beginning of this. And then it's like, man, nobody's hiring hmm. and just seeing people, you know, texting, Hey, I, I feel like God's prompting me to give to this family. Can, can you help us do that anonymously? You know, seeing those kinds of things happening behind the scenes. I'm seeing people donate to uh, like our local ministries that are really kind of more relief aid that are helping people who just need So I'm seeing that happen behind the scenes. And so, I mean, I just feel like I've seen so much good of people that are kind of responding in generosity right now in the midst of the uncertainty. 
I feel like I've seen a lot of generosity, which is mm. beautiful. It's one of the things that we've been really kind of focusing on as a church. It's like, how do we stay generous in the midst of uncertainty? Um, and so, gosh, that's been awesome. I mean, just seeing people step up with all the technology challenges that we're facing of live streaming and cameras and, and <laughs> all that stuff that we're learning and just sort of the sharing of pastors with one another of like how they're doing it and the best way to do it and what they're learning. So, man, I just think I've seen so much good. I, I will say, and this is something I, I really have been, it's been pressed on my heart is that in the midst of all of this, you know, obviously fear is right at our heels. You mentioned earlier and in the church, uh, fear is is one of those things, especially as church leaders, we, we've just got to be really, really mindful of because it, it is a hamster wheel and it'll make us do things that we aren't really called to do, that we're not really supposed to do, things that Jesus isn't in. Uh, and we do it because we're just afraid. And so I think in the midst of that, I, I think we have to be discerning uh, as we're responding uh, during this time. That's so good. You know, that leads me right into my next question for you. What would you say that you hear right now as a shepherd, as a believer, what do you hear the Father saying right now? Yeah, it's a great question. Um, I feel like, you know, so backstory, December 3rd, thirty first, twenty nineteen, I get a text message from our prayer ministry leader and she's a faithful prayer warrior. Uh one of the first people that I asked, Hey, would you help us as we plant this church for the new prayer is gonna be vital? And she had uh sent me this word. In fact, I, I wanna pull up this word and so I know exactly that I'm saying it correctly. Uh, but she um she sends me this text message. She says, he has impressed on me 2020 as a year of jubilee, freedom from old bondages, restoration according to his covenant promises, salvation, and abundant provision. And I am praying this over Renaissance and over our families as well. I'm excited to see his faithfulness to bring answers to these prayers. So uh, I... You know, as we hit this pandemic, and I'm thinking in my prayer closet about this word, this year of Jubilee, because I felt like, you know, on the surface, it feels like the opposite of the year of Jubilee. So I just started researching year of Jubilee, which is a year uh, for the land to rest, right? So uh, we're seeing that. I mean, I, I, someone uh, shared a story with me last week that... Um, uh, seismographer so this the seismic activity of the earth they said the earth is vibrating less the, the land is actually literally resting right now because people are not driving everywhere it's like <laughs> things are shut down and and so that's been i mean that's been a strong word for me as i feel like i the lord has really impressed upon a sabbath rest hmm. that there's there, this is a moment that's unprecedented it's historic never have we seen the whole world shut down like this and sabbath rest is typically you have something that you have to go do while everybody else is still churning away 
And I feel like this has been a, uh, one of those divine pauses. Like God just hit the pause button on planet Earth. And there's something in that for us. Um, the other thing about the year of Jubilee is that it was a year for the forgiveness of debts. And I was just, you know, thinking as all this, uh, you know, all the news stories are swirling about these loans that are going to be coming out for small business owners and people that are going to be hurt by, you know, the, the precautions that we're all taking. And those, those can be forgiven if they're used directly <laughs> for relief. It's just strange. So I think that was, um, a word. And, and, and I do believe that, uh, on the other side of this, uh, I, I think we're going to see incredible fruitfulness. Um, that's just been a word that's been resounding in my spirit. Lord, let this be a fruitful year. Father, I'm praying for a, a fruitful year. Just the, the work of our hands would yield harvest. And I believe that we're actually, God's setting us up for harvest. God's setting us up for fruitfulness in what we do. And I just, I believe that down in my bones. Uh, I've been drawn to this passage in Isaiah 30, 15. Uh, it says, this is what the sovereign Lord, the Holy One of Israel says, in repentance and rest is your salvation. In quietness and trust is your strength. And then he, he gives a word of rebuke to the people of Israel. He says, but you would have none of it. And it was uh, a time where the people of Israel were going after treaties that God was not calling them to make. They're making alliances that he was definitely not calling them to make. They're making plans that he was not a part of. They were not seeking. They were not, uh, they, they, they were kind of running around in busyness and activity that God was not involved in. And I just think, what a divine reset button that God's giving us. Um, that, you know, for pastors, there have been some things that maybe you thought, we need to stop doing this as a church. But if we do, I know it's going gonna, it's gonna to create this problem. And God just stopped it, okay? I, God has already stopped it for you. Uh, and this is the time to re-envision. This is the time to retool. This is the time to ask the hard questions about what we're what we're called to do, and to embrace with boldness um, the 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 moment that God's given us to kind of reset some things. So, I mean, I just think that's just been huge. So, I think you know, rest, um, kind of the divine reset, um, and then, man, another thing for me this year. Lord, teach me how to pray. And this season, man, in the midst of having everything shut down, teach us how to pray, God. So that's just been, man, that's been on my heart. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So good, man. You know, in many circles that I run in, um, it was two years ago that uh, uh, IHOP, Mike Bickle, uh, the Lord came to him and said, it's time for a reset. And, uh, and as a house of prayer, uh, in a movement of the prayer movement, these last uh, 10 years, the Lord, it's been a lot of multiplication. 
And in that multiplication, there can be a lot of, you know, there's ministries that birth of that. There's just like every church, you know, every organization that as it grows, as you love God, you have to love others. It's it's both and. You can't experience right. the heart of the Father and not experience how much He loves everyone around me, you know? Yeah. And, um, and so it was in circles of ours that two years ago, uh, a call began to issue to us. It's time to reset. Divine reset is actually the words that we were speaking in many of our circles. There is a divine reset. And we began to look at things and say, hey, you know what? We're too busy with our activity. And all of those activities are important. And you said something that really struck me, Chris. You, you said that as far as the Sabbath goes, you said rest is something you do while others churn away. And it's like that is such a concept. Many people feel like rest is something for the weak. We only yeah. rest when we have to. Well, the truth is we would never drive our car and expect never to fill it up with gas. We may right. think whatever you want to think when that gaslight yeah. button gets on. You could drive it for as long as you want, but the car is going to stop, you know? Yeah. And that happens with our spirit. There's no way around it without being connected to the our God, with our Father, and hearing His yeah. voice and the Word and and then that connection brings us to connect with other believers. And then that testimony of Jesus that's happened in their life speaks in our life. And all of a sudden, there's not only confirmation, there's also uh, correction. Because sometimes, left to my own thoughts, <laughs> it's a little crazy, you know? But I bounce that off of somebody yeah. else, and they're like, dude, I love that heart. But you know, the word says, and they, they and you're like, oh, yeah, that's the building upon the glory of glory. And, um, yeah. and dude, one of the Good. things that I appreciate about you, Chris, is, uh, you know, I, I've only known you for a couple years, and but I, I see the way that you love people, man. I, I saw the way that you loved people as a worship pastor and, and as a pastor. And so how would you say, just speak to the hearts of believers right now. Um, mm -hmm. Just an encouraging word and straight to yeah. their hearts. Yeah. Yeah, man. Wow. Uh, I just I love what you shared there. Also, it's so good. And speaking just to the hearts of believers, man. I just want you to know, um, you know that Psalm one thirty nine passage has been so heavy. In fact, I I, I I had to preach on it in the last few weeks. But you know this this God that sees you, He knows when you rise, right? He He knows when you lay down. He knows the the number of the hairs on your head uh, just uh, just to rest in being known by your father uh, that is I, I just want I, I can't say that enough right now um, in our flesh we will quickly busy ourselves again right we'll you know we, we're like man let's finish the house project let's you know, we just, we will quickly fill it with something else. And that's why that Isaiah 30, 15 was so heavy on me. Cause you said you would have none of it. And I just want to say to, um, to believers, just embrace this moment, embrace this moment. Don't miss the moment. You, you think you're missing out on something. You're not missing anything. Like God has something for you. 
I was reading this morning uh, of the woman who anoints Jesus at Bethany. She has the alabaster jar, this expensive ointment, right? And she just she just breaks it open and pours it out, and just had just that sense in my soul of like, man, there is no waste in the secret place. I mean, it is. You know, the disciples were indignant. They're like, this could have been used for the poor. And it's like, no, 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 no. You, you don't understand what's happening here. And so in the moment, I just want to encourage you to wastefully adore Jesus in secret places, uh, in worship, in prayer, in scripture, and just, just receive every ounce of what he has for you in the moment because he has something for us. Uh, in this moment and I think what's coming after this and we're, we're going to be prepared by what we do in this for what comes after this uh, if that makes sense that you know in the in those moments of connecting with Jesus in that way I mean God's going to actually platform us he's going to he's preparing us for what's going to come out of this and so I just want to speak to believers to say, just embrace, like, don't miss it. Embrace it. This is a gift. God's given you a gift. Don't let fear rule your heart, guard your heart, mm-hmm. and, and just press in and watch God do his thing. I'm just, yeah, so be encouraged by that. So good. Thank you, Chris, so much for being with us today. Uh, we yeah, just man. are praying for Renaissance, man, and just, uh, yeah, we know that God has amazing things for us in the ahead. Yeah, yeah, thanks so much, man. It's been an honor to be on with you and to see your face and to meet with the person, even though we're online <laughs> and not just, uh, you know, work from home in isolation, but to see your face, man. Just awesome. such a blessing and man, grateful for you and all that you're doing for the body of Christ. And uh, man, just love you, love your heart, and love the, the gifts that God's put inside of you. So man, be blessed, my friend. Thanks, Chris.